With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Marcus and Sandy. Welcome back to the podcast. This is off the air. More banter, less filter. Hey. Hi. Marcus is not feeling well, so we may have a shorter podcast. I just, it's one of those things where my body's fighting. I don't feel sick. I don't feel run down, but I sound like apparently... What was your quote? You sound like shit. Yeah. Well, and also, you're kind of out of it today. And now that you said you were on meds, I get it. Yeah, I'm you doing were... Theraflu. Yeah. Oh, God. Why would you do that before the show? I didn't do it before the show. I did it last night. Oh, well, it's still in your system. But Theraflu I... is very uh, a woozy substance. So I'm just trying to drink a bunch of water, and, and I'm going to go home and go to bed as soon as we're done here. That's but... what you need. So here's what we're talking about on our podcast today. A uh, cute text I just got from my mom. I want to talk about how I'm still hungover from my weekend events. Mm-hmm. Uh, California... Voted dead last in happiness. Quality of life. Yeah. In a recent survey. They they surveyed a bunch of different categories. We didn't we didn't end up dead last overall, but in quality of life, <laughs> California comes fifty out of fifty. That's pretty And awful. there was a there was a number one reason why. And the article couldn't come out and say it, but they alluded to it through the entire article, which I just thought was hilarious. I'll tell you about that in just one second. And then a story that look, somebody got hurt, so I I'm not gonna I'm not going to make too many jokes, but this is how dumb people are. A guy's car basically had the the doors blown off because he he was going into a party and put on Axe body spray because that's what dudes do, and then immediately lit up a cigarette because he's Joe Cool. <laughs> you can imagine how science ended that one. Uh, what do we want to talk about first? I want to talk about the text you got from your mom. I just got a text today. By the way, every time my mom texts me, I'm actually really proud of her because remember I was so worried about them that one year because yes. I called them a few times. They weren't home. And then finally I called them. They were in Sacramento at my aunt's house and I was crying. It was like seven in the morning. I'm like, you need to learn how to text. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, Public service. If you have an old person at your house, uh, they need to check in. Like, I'm in charge of my dad, and I make him check in with me at least every other day so yep. that I know that he's not dead, to be honest I with know. You. Well, that's what I was afraid of. They didn't get back to me for two or three days like last year, two years ago, mm-hmm. and I was so afraid that they would be just dead in their chairs in their living yep. room or face down in the pool in Milpitas. I was just terrified. So she texts me pretty regularly now, uh, and she said today, happy six-year anniversary on Star 1013, which was very that's sweet. super cute. I completely forgot. I don't know why. I think because my mind is thinking about my, I'm moving this weekend. Mm-hmm. And that just takes over your life. I'm trying to remember how far behind you I am. I think I'm only a year behind you. So my. When did you start? My fifth year will be in August. And that'll oh, so be. So yeah, yeah. That'll be our show's fifth year as well, which I feel like is a milestone. I guess. And this is the second longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,. Yeah, Marcus and I were an arranged marriage. We didn't know each other. Mm. And I had two other male co-hosts beforehand. So me starting this job, I, my first year sucked because I was so nervous. Right. And it was really rocky with the other two co-hosts because we didn't know each other. And... Did you have two co-hosts in one year? Mm-hmm. You did. I did. And then remember when we used to be polite to each other? No, you I were don't... never really polite. What? I'm sorry, you were never polite. You've actually become more nicer now than you were in the beginning. In the beginning, I was polite. And then we, I think we went through a period of not really understanding each other. 
Mm. And now I feel like we're okay. I think it's the opposite. I think you were a huge dick for a long time and you've kind of gotten it beaten out of you a little bit. And now you're a little more nice. That's honesty. That's just what I feel. I really feel that way. I don't like you were so mean for a while. All right. I'm sorry. You came in with a nice little attitude. Nice little, hey, I'm the head peacock over here. Gonna spread my peacock feathers. And then I realized who the star of the show was and where my bread gets buttered. And, Mark, and our boss makes fun of Marcus all the time, so he oh. takes a regular beating every week. Regular, you guys. Twice a week I get beat down. <laughs> I think he secretly just thinks I'm his little brother, and like all of his frustrations for the week get taken out on me, which is totally fine. Yes. I've known him for 25 years. You just sit back and take it just like you do I at home. I just take it. I just try to relax so it won't hurt as much. <laughs> Just like you do at home, you're such a dick. I am a total dick. Uh, what else are we talking about? Um, I just want to mention that I'm still hungover. And oh, yeah. I went to a, an Electronica concert on Saturday night. It was phenomenal. It was a, a, a band called Above and Beyond. I've liked them for a while. But it's my first concert like of this genre. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed. Obsessed. Is it a band? Yeah. Or is it two well, DJs? Is somebody actually playing actually, instruments? I have no idea. All I know is there was a lot of bright lights and fun sounds, and I just okay. got so into it. There's three guys, but two of them were here. It the, it was just so good, but my God, did I drink. And you know you're drunk when you're just keeping drinking because you're having so much fun. You mm-hmm. don't even realize you're at the bar again. Mm-hmm. So I was responsible. I did Uber, all that crap. But Jesus, yesterday I was hurting, hurting. When you go back and do the inventory of what you drank on Saturday night, Sometimes you can kind of go, oh, wow. Because, you know, there's always, di- there's the pre-funk, and then there's dinner, and then there's let's grab a cocktail before the show starts, and then the lights come on, and all the sounds come on, and then it's on. And then it's a wash. At that point. No, you want to know what's worse is I, I'm trying to keep a food diary because I'm trying Weight Watchers right. right now, so it's like I have to count everything. How do you count when you can't remember? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm looking at my dinner. My dinner that night, we had Mexican food, and then I had basically two tequila shots. Uh, which, not bad. That was with my drink. But then it was afterwards that was real bad. I think I probably had four or five shots of vodka throughout oh. the night. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like chilled shots? I just did vodka club soda, vodka club soda, okay. vodka. Just a okay. whole bunch of those. Um, And I don't know if this is what Weight Watchers intended the point <laughs> system to be about, like binging and... No, but here's the thing. Like I had a no, I I had a whole bunch. You get weeklies, so you get points just for having fun. Like it's like a cheat meal, right? So I I had those saved. I just went over them when I was drunk. But in order to save them, you don't eat. No, 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 no. no. You can eat. You just there's a lot of them. You just like you have to pick and choose your battles now. Like instead of having three or four glasses of wine, I'd probably have one. Okay. You know what I mean? So it does make your portion smaller. Or then there's those days like this weekend where you just said fuck it and you're just kind of off the plan for a second. Right. Um, I was proud of myself though because I don't care if I do it perfectly anymore, which feels really good. I just care that I'm more mindful every single day. Sunday, I did a walk around Lake Merritt with my friend. I spent the night at his house. Mm-hmm. Gay friend, not a boy. Uh, not a hookup. No, but it was hilarious. I'm like, I went to brunch with him. We went on a walk. I'm like, this is everything I'd love to do with someone <laughs> I'm actually with. If not the Lake Merritt Farmer's Market <laughs> was know. out of season. Those are great. Have you been to the Grand Lake Farmer's Market? I have not. Oh, it's great. It's on Saturdays in Oakland. It's great. I would love to go back to a farmer's market. Mm-hmm. But anyways. <laughs> they start up in May. I just couldn't believe I was still feeling sick last night. And even this morning, I was like, whoa, still, Jesus. It's a function of getting older i gotta be honest with you because back in our 20s like no problem you wake up the next morning you drink a bunch of water everything's cool now like uh remember we had uh national margarita day which turned into national margarita day night with some neighbors oh yeah your house my wife had like 
I don't even know, four, five, six margaritas. Damn. And she wasn't sick? The next day, she was like, uh, you're running things today. Oh, she like, was hurting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, it's either a testament to my tolerance or it's downright scary. I can drink a lot and not feel anything the next day. I don't know what that says about me. Well, the, but a, you, um, not recently, but you've had things where you've drank every day, right? Like, not oh, a yeah. lot, but like it was part of your yeah, daily routine. A couple routine. of drinks, a couple, two, three drinks, and I really, That's really, a lot, really though. toned it down. But I think ultimately it's made it so that like when I do try to go out and and drink for effect, it's really expensive for me. Right. And then it's weird because uh, it's like an escalator ride up a steep cliff because I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, and then I'll take that one shot that gives me the swims. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Yes, we got a ride home on Saturday night, and uh-huh. I was like... Did you get the swims? I was borderline, and I was like, okay, if I would have had one more, I would have puked. Mm-hmm. Thank God I didn't. I'm mm-hmm. actually surprised I had, had as much as I did, but I think because I danced a lot, maybe sure. it was better. And sure. I had a good lunch. You know what I mean? It's so important I ate, to eat. I ate during the day, and I our dinner was so shitty. It was so small. We had three tacos. I thought that would fill me up. They were tiny little. T- anyway, yeah. so I was just mad at that. I took a bartending class in Washington, and the one thing that I did learn about blood alcohol and, and how alcohol uh, reacts with your body, if you drink and then try to eat afterward because you forgot to eat, it's too late. Oh. You have to. I wonder to, if that's why to. I could take that much because I had so much food in yeah. my stomach. You have to eat first. You have to. Blood can, I mean, excuse me, alcohol cannot be the first thing to hit your bloodstream. My God, do we sound like a couple of drunks right now, but whatever. Listen, I had a fun Saturday night. I have not had this much fun in a while. Yeah. I haven't, I really don't drink that much, I swear, but like I, I just was enjoying the concert. And I think I'm also just tired of not letting loose. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of just uh, always, because I'm trying to count everything I eat. Mm-hmm. And I just, sometimes you don't want to count or think about it. <laughs> I think it's great. I think, I think people should let loose minimum once a week if possible. Um, and when you're a parent, that's really tough because no matter what happens, no matter what you're doing, you have to go back and be responsible at some point. I think that's just tough, period, because the next day is your like recovery day. And your kid doesn't care. Well, your kid, yeah, no. Nope. You have no choice. No. Uh, All right, let's talk about this thing about California being dead last. Okay, so they just released a survey with a bunch of categories, and one of the categories was... Uh, quality of life. And you would think California with all our sunshine and all our mountains and our snow and our beaches and whatever that we'd be up there somewhere, but nope, came in dead last. Some of the reasons being cost of living. Uh, another one of the, the reasons being, which is why Iowa came in first, it, basically they said that people in Iowa, if they work hard and save their money, they can actually get somewhere. Whereas in California, that is not the case. Well, because we can't save our money. It's impossible. No, you can't because... What, you would say half of your paycheck goes to rent? More, way more than half now. Oh, wow. Almost my first paycheck goes to rent now. Holy crap. Yep. Um, but one of, the, one of the things that they kept skirting around about Californians, one of the things was personal interactions. So mm-hmm. Mississippi got really high quality of life, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Yes, they have poverty there. Yes, there is a, a certain amount of racism there that people talk about, but they don't talk about how... The interactions with your neighbors are really awesome. Whereas in California, do we really have that? People people don't talk. People don't talk to each other. I make a game out of it these days, like passing somebody on the street. People won't even look at you, much less say hello. Mm-hmm. And I live in a really Especially small in town on the coast side. I live in El Granada, population 2,500. And even in my little town, we could be the only two people on the street. I will look at somebody and go, hey, how are you? And I've had people flip, like freak out. They don't know what to do. It's like... Just a simple hello. And then the word that was sort of used was insufferable. 
which I had to look up. <laughs> and every time I look it up, I forget what it means. It means having or showing unbearable arrogance or conceit. Oh. That was the word they used to describe California. They think we're arrogant? And conceited. And I think to myself, and I think about the interaction. See, we don't really notice because you and I grew up here. Mm-hmm. But the average Californian... um we are a little bit provincial about what we think about stuff. We're the ultimate. Because we're in our bubble? Is that why? I think so. And then we get offended by a lot of stuff. And then our way is the only right way. And then the rest of the country is are are, are morons. Right? Maybe. Yeah, no, that we, especially the West Coast, we have a little bit of snobbery going on. Yeah. I'm not saying you and I feel that way. No, but I can see it. And and it's funny when you visit anywhere else. Like I just went to Austin, Texas, Mm -hmm. fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I frequent Arizona. It it is a different vibe out there. And it is because I think family values are are better. There's more of a connection with, with people around you. Um, really quick, I, you, this made me think about something I just read on my friend's Facebook. Sure. His name is Connor Kellicutt. He's a comic that I know. I love him so much. He's in the Bay. But he did this huge thing last night on making it. Now, as a comic or an actor or anyone with a dream, his whole rant was, what exactly is making it? Right. You know, to, when we were younger, he was saying that it meant being world famous, making shit tons of money. Everybody knows you. You're on TVs, billboards, music, everything. But... As I was reading it towards the bottom, he's saying, I know so many people who have had really great highlights in their career, but they're miserable or they're comics now that aren't working and they're miserable. He goes, I think making it should also include being happy. And I love that he said that because nobody ever talks about that. And everyone, I feel like as a comic, I've been laughed at for wanting to go on these little adventures of self-discovery or retreats. And it's because I know, maybe not now, but in 10, 20, 30 years, I want to at least have some kind of a base for life experience, um, personal growth, just anything that doesn't revolve around work. Sure. Or You know what I mean? So I can at least... I don't know, not be so miserable and think everything revolves around my job or my work. I read a couple of things recently that made me think one is a lot of people in the tech industry mm-hmm. are sending their kids to schools that that uh, don't let them use tech. They don't really? want them anywhere near tech. My friends did that in Santa Cruz. Um, and then another thing I read just yesterday, the new status symbol in Silicon Valley is having chickens. I, I don't know what that means. I saw that uh, online. What does that it even mean? It means basically that the new thing for the it people to do is to have chickens. And the reason they have chickens is so that they can disconnect from the tech and actually be in charge of something growing up and producing. Oh. Like to be to be a to be a to be part of the so circle of like life. So they're like billionaires with mansions but chickens in the back Correct. to try to force a farm on them. I mean it's a little them. bit not a little bit it's really bougie because they have like the William Sonoma chicken coop. Of course which they do. Is like supposed to be the Rolls-Royce of chicken coops. And again it goes back to Californians being insufferable. We latch onto this one thing that's like the new thing to do whether it's yerba mate or matcha or uh hey everybody needs to get a colonic or hey everybody should do I like colonics. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, we're we're avocado toast. To oh me, yeah. Sometimes it's there's no not wonder. avocado toast uh, restaurants. There's one in San Mateo now. I'm telling you, it's like this is this is what Californians are, and I don't know if it's Californians though, because there are two different types of Californians. There are the Californians that moved here, and the Californians that were born and raised here. Mm-hmm. So you go down to L.A. And, and people always say, "Oh, everybody in L.A. is an a-hole." Well, if you really got down to it, the people in L.A. that are a-holes are the people that moved there from other places trying to make it. Mm. The people that were born and raised in the Valley or or uh, 
in, in, in Los Angeles. I don't know that they're jerky. I don't know. I think it could go both ways because if you're born somewhere, you're automatically like a lot of people who work in this building. They don't know that this is actually a really big radio market. Right. So they complain about it all the time. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like a lot of people didn't start here. So sometimes you have less yeah. appreciation. You want to know a small town. I grew up in Salinas. Like I worked my whole life to get into this spot. I, I mean, this is like a, a dream come true for me. But um, you also do notice there, there's a little bit of that kind of air, that air of like, if you're not from the Bay, you're not as cool. I don't know if you notice that at all. No, I've never because I don't. I don't have that Bay pride. Sure, I'm. I'm born in Santa Monica, but I've lived here since I was four. So right. obviously, the Bay is all I know. But I don't care where people are from. I like learning about other places. Sure, I always feel weird about it. I'm like, am I supposed to have a a sweater that says Bay proud? Like I, I love. It's great here, but it's not like I live and die for what it. What about Bay Area where it's B A E? Shoot me if I ever wear a shirt that says that. A lot of people are diehard about it. I know, I know. Not even just California, but Bay Area, man. And I get it. I get it. I think it's because I know that at some point I will move somewhere else because I've never lived anywhere else. And a lot of people, this is it. Even my friend I stayed with on the weekend, he lives in Oakland. I said, could you ever imagine yourself not living here? He goes, hell no. This is a great area. Yeah. I mean, really, it is an awesome area. I moved away one time in early 2000 to go to Seattle, literally just to see how other people lived. And my friends thought I was nuts. Mm. They were like, why are you leaving? Everything you need is right here in the Bay Area. And I was just like, the world is a big place. Now I'm back Mm. and I have a house and I can't believe I own a house in the Bay Area. So I will die here. Like I'm, we'll do trips and stuff, and so I've developed not only Bay Area pride but Coastside pride. That's mm-hmm. my new thing. At some point, I'm going to. But be you the had to have that perspective, right? Mayor of like Half you Moon Bay. went Absolutely. out and explored and saw, like, okay, this is cool, not for me, but cool. I literally kicked myself out of the nest. It's kind of like when I went to India mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. It's like it was an awesome trip, but I came back very uh, grateful for things we have here because yeah. it's just not the same lifestyle out yeah. there. But I do notice what other people notice around the country, where if you come to Northern California. I find myself judging certain things, and listen, we've, we've gone on a while about this, but real quick, the fact that like we don't allow peanuts in our elementary schools, the fact that if somebody tells me they don't eat organic produce, I might actually go, oh. Or like the other day, I was- Because it's just our way of life here. Yeah, I was reading about bacon. They just classified bacon a class one carcinogen, which means it causes cancer. And then I looked and I go, oh, because of uh, nitrates and nitrites. Oh, but our bacon doesn't have that. Thank God we're okay. And the wife and I literally had a conversation about it Saturday morning. And then I stopped the conversation like, what kind of a douchebag am I? But it's important to be aware of what you put in your body. But this is just what we think this about. This is also very Bay Area. It you is. You could have these conversations here, and it's normal. It's normal to ask someone what kind of a diet are you on, mm-hmm. and they say paleo, keto, yeah. vegan, Somebody non-dairy. tells me they're on keto, I'm judging them. I am. I'm just am. I'm like, gosh, that's a lot of, uh, that's real hard on your, on your system. I don't even care anymore. I just like... I think I'm too busy now trying to get my own shit together. Mm-hmm. So, like, if people can find what works for them, for them great. I yeah. just couldn't eliminate everything. Like, Let's I would die and I would be miserable if I couldn't have starch. If you're dropping LBs, do whatever it takes. And I need to do it in a healthy way. Like, I do need to, st- I'm not going to change my lifestyle, but I just have to eat less of the shit. And that's the hard part. It is the hard part. You know what I mean? I love cake. <laughs> and then finally, the story about this guy. I just can't get over this. So he's in his car and he's about to walk into a party 
and he's just prepping himself. So he one last hit of the Axe body spray in the car. By the way, I didn't actually know that guys wear that. I see the commercials, but I I've never either. seen a man purchase it. The only person I know that wears it is my dad. Does he? My dad wears Axe. Your yeah. dad's a pimp. He is kind of a pimp. So this guy sprays it on himself and then immediately lights up a cigarette to complete his ensemble before he walks into the party. Caught well, fire in the car? Uh, it blew the windows out. Like it was legit. He literally, he became his own bomb. And he's okay. Yes, he got burned. So I'm not really clowning him. But don't you know anything about physics and science? No. And, he's and... going to a party. He wants to smell good, look good, and get laid. <laughs> That's where his brain was at. What do we always talk about when it comes to sex and women? A lot of guys just forget. We get dumb. Yeah. We get so dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's right up there when I see somebody light a cigarette while they're pumping their gas. I'm like, what universe do you live in? Have where you, you seen the videos? Think that's okay. <laughs> anyway, poor guy, but God, really stupid. Uh, hey, thanks for tuning into the podcast today. We really appreciate it, by the way. Thank you very much. You can find us on the iHeartRadio app. Just search the podcast section for Marcus and Sandy. Leave a comment. Let yeah. us know if there's anything you liked or didn't like. Well, don't tell us that because that'll hurt our feelings. <laughs> We're very you, fragile. You can download on iTunes, and we'd love to keep up with you online, too. I'm at It's Marcus D, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm at Sandy Steck, S-A-N-D-Y-S-T-E-C. Talk to you next time. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.